everyone. Thanks for joining the Houston Young Adults Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Houston Young Adults. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, thank you, worship team. That was great. Uh, if you could change the lights back to white, that'd be awesome. Not that blue's not my favorite color, but you know. What's up, everybody? What a great night it is. Look at the person next to you and say, you aren't as good looking as your Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. Just look to the person next to you and shake somebody's hand tonight. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to call on you. Who's watched the show Catfish? Yeah, you're over the age of like 13. Probably watch Catfish. Anyways, uh, I know I said I had a water, but I didn't have one, so I'm going to steal Thanks, Gabe. All right. Well, who was here that one time that I had the most freezing cold water? I think Josh gave me like a glacier and I couldn't even drink it during service. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to speak. Anyways, who's had a great week so far? Uh, a lot of Thanksgiving food. Uh, who's gained a couple of pounds this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely me. Haven't stepped on the weight uh, on the scale in two days. And, uh, you know. I'm hopeful for tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. But you best bet tonight, I got one Pop Belly's sugar cookie waiting for me after this. Amen. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be a great night. Anyways, so it's going to be a good night. You know, tonight, I was before we started, we were in the, we always do a pre-service meeting uh, here. And I was basically telling the leaders that, you know, tonight shouldn't just be, like, oh, we just, you know, everybody's tired after Thanksgiving or, you know, oh, you know, man, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm thankful to the Lord. So I'm going to go to the service and I'm going to do my due diligence. But really, everybody should press in tonight, not only because we only have one more service after this, but because tonight is your night. Say tonight's my night. Say tonight I'm not leaving the same way I came in. It's going to be a great night for you. I promise it was not a waste of a Friday night. I know there's many things you could have been doing. You could have been with family you like. You could have been with family you don't like. You know, could have been, so I don't know, so maybe some of y'all are dodging people by coming here tonight. Maybe you have a crazy ex-girlfriend that's looking for you. It doesn't matter, but you're, you're safe here. So uh, uh, this is going to be a good night tonight. But anyways, so I was, I was kind of thinking, man, what am I going to preach tonight? And I was, I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm going to preach and title my message like Thanksgiving. You know, that's like the most like basic thing to do. The day after Thanksgiving, you're like, I'm going to do Thanksgiving. And I'm like, no, that's too basic. And then I'm like, I'm going to do the attitude of gratitude. And I was like, no, that's even worse. It's like, oh, that's like, if I named my service that, I have to like sit down. Uh, but, you know, so tonight's message is going to be Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm just kidding. It's going to be, uh, tonight's title, if, you have, if you're taking notes, is God, the God who satisfies. And then my second title is God, the God who has benefits. And uh, I, if you don't know, I always have two titles because I can never decide what my message is about. But praise God, it always comes back in the end. <clears throat> so, uh, Gabe, what was your favorite Thanksgiving food? Burger? Okay, probably just the first thing you thought of, but it's okay. We all know nobody actually likes the turkey at Thanksgiving. 
Really? Okay, well, I stand corrected. Who's a ham person? Yeah, I know. I'm all about the ham. But I'll tell you what, yesterday there was this ham that, like, it was the most, like, I don't know who thought it would be a good idea to just pour one can of pineapple per, like, piece of ham. It was gross. It almost looked like slime on ham. Yeah, it was, it was gross. I don't know who made that, but it was not. It didn't look good, but it tasted amazing. Uh, anyways, if you're with me tonight, let's open our Bibles to Psalms 103. And, um, you know, we're going to stick with that. Uh, we're going to stick with that attitude of gratitude. Amen. <laughs> I'm already digging into my water. I don't know why. I've had, like, cotton mouth for the past, like, maybe two hours since I've been here. All right, <laughs> when you go to the ear doctor and they say, all right, you're going to hear a beep in each ear and raise the hand on which which one it is. It's like, okay, you can't hear either of them. How do you expect me to do that? Lord, if I need healing, just let me know. So I can come up to the altar. Anyways, Psalms 103, we're going to start in verse 1. Uh, and if you have your Bibles, I'm reading out of the New King James. It says, well, let me turn I brought my big Bible. If you don't know what this Bible is, it's called the Dakes Bible. And this is like, I don't even know how, this is like the encyclopedia of Bibles. This is like the goat study Bible. It's, it's awesome. But we're going to start in Psalms 103. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Say all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless, sorry. My screen keeps spinning. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. All his what? Benefits. Remember, the title for tonight is The God, the God who has benefits. Number three, or verse three, who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Who forgives all your iniquities and what? heals all your diseases some diseases all of your disease i i know like you may think i'm doing something really spiritual right now but i'm just turning down my uh turning off low battery mode because it keeps my screen all right verse four who redeems your life from destruction say that who redeems my life from destruction Wow. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Hallelujah. Who redeems your life from destruction and who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. If you're taking notes, write that down. It's Psalms 103, 1 through 4. And I encourage you, not only Psalms 91 is a great psalm to say every day, but Psalms 103 should always be in your back pocket. What a wonderful God, right? That we, just in these four scriptures, he's somebody who has benefits, he forgives, he heals, he redeems, and he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And so what a wonderful God, a God who comes with benefits, right? It's like when you get a new job, you're like, one of your first things in the back of my mind are like, what's my benefits? Are you gonna match my 401k? Like what's happening here? Like, am I gonna get dental? 
Am I going to get life insurance? It's like, what, what, what are my benefits? That's cool. The salary is cool, but you got some benefits for me? It's like some people base their job on what kind of benefits they get. Some people, some people may get paid more at another one, but turn it down because, oh, well, the health care was better on this one. Right? It's like, okay, what are the benefits? Well, guess what? Your God has benefits. He's not a, he's not a God. You know, some religions, other religions, their gods say, you have, to, you have to live a terrible life for me. You have to die for me. You have, to, you have to suffer for me. You have to do all these things for me. But your God says, I'm a God who gives you benefits. Your God's the one who says, I'm gonna, I forgive you. I heal you. I redeemed you. I crown you. This is the God that we serve. And it's going to be, it's going to be in Psalms. And let's go to five. If we go to verse five in Psalms 103, it even says, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, it's very easy to read that scripture and be like, like very like spiritual, like, oh, the eagles. And you start thinking of like Nacho Libre and you think you're like, you like that you picture yourself diving off of a mountain with like no shirt on, <laughs> just a cape. You, you picture your friend like cracking an egg. That's who's watched, who's never seen Nacho Libre? That's um, okay. That's almost like a Thanksgiving slash Christmas movie. You have to go see it. It's hilarious. But they say the eagle powers. It's like okay, what are the eagle powers? <laughs> and he says your stupid eagle powers don't work. <laughs> All right, sorry tangent there but why does it say eagles because you know the, uh, with eagles they do something called molting and so it says renew your youth like the eagles well that if you don't know anything about eagles which i didn't which is why i looked it up uh you start thinking like why am i what's so special about eagles well they actually have the ability to like re-lose they almost do like the shedding process where they shed their feathers it's called molting, and then they basically have a brand new set of feathers. So it's like if they're just like a new bird. And so it's like, it's just this, it's not a shedding, but it's just this slow, it's this process of newness. And so he renews you with youth like the eagles. What an awesome God we serve. Just in five verses, he has benefits. You find out he forgives you. He heals you of all your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction. Who's been redeemed from destruction? And you may, you may not even, he's been so good, you may have been kept from destruction that you didn't even know about. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. So say this with me, what an awesome God we serve. You know, it's very easy to take, to take for granted the things that are promised to you in the Bible and the things that are owed to you in the Bible. But when you start reading even just this simple scripture, it's kind of like, like growing up in church, you hear these verses over and over again, and it's kind of becomes not white noise, but it, it's not as heavy, right? And this is why it's, it's all we encourage strongly here. Read your word, get in your word, not just because of a religious duty or because, you know, we're, you're going to, you know, do anything for us, but it's for yourself because it starts to become real to you. And when it becomes real to you, it begins, that's the only time it can start to impact your life. And if it's not real to you, it'll never impact your life. I could say, and I could read you 30 scriptures right now, but by the time you're out of here, it's like, whew, it's gone. And that's why, and obviously it's great that you're here, 
But we must take time. And even in this last month, you have one more month of 2023. People always talk about New Year's resolutions, right? Like, oh, man, I'm going to start hitting the gym in January. Or like, man, in January, I'm going to read one chapter of the Bible every day. Or it's like, then you stack your New Year's resolutions. And you're like, all right, I'm going to, you like, you're a person who wakes up at 10 a.m., right? And then you're like, I'm going to wake up at 5, read a chapter of the Bible, and then go to the gym, and I'll be back at the house by 9. And then like day two, day one, you're like, it's like you, you missed your alarm at 7.30, and now you gave up on all your resolutions. But you have one more month of the year to end out your month with going on. I wrote, I was looking through my notes from last year, last December, and one of the, the notes I wrote was, let this December be like a person over running first base. If you know anything about baseball, when you hit the ball and you go to first base, you're not supposed to stop at first base. You're actually supposed to run through first base. Like even, even if, you know, even if it's just a routine play, even when, if you're out, even if you're already out, you're taught in baseball, run through first base. If you don't run through first base, you run laps, and I'm, I'm guilty of that. I used to be, like, really fat, and I hated running, so uh, I never ran through first base. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but my note said, let December be like a first baseman running through the base, which means start running in December and don't stop. Don't stop. Don't, don't let this end of the year. Don't basically start running and then just stop. But start now and let this be an accelerating month into your new year. And, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to be like the world where you live up one day and down the next. Because you serve a God who says, I am not like a shifting shadow. The Bible says, I'm, he says, I'm not like a shifting shadow up one day and down the next. But he's the father of lights and every good thing comes from the Lord. In five verses, he says, I benefit, I have benefits. I forgive you. I heal your diseases. I've redeemed your life from destruction. I've crowned you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And I renew your youth like the eagle's wings. And I satisfy your mouth. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. He's so good. He's so good to us. You know, I was, I've been on this song. And I almost, like, thought about, like, playing it on the keys and singing it. But then I was like, I am not the Mexican Teddy Shellsworth. Like, that is not, that's not my thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not, first of all, I'm not that good on keys. Second of all, it's like, I don't sing anymore. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm already, like, trying to press through that my voice is borderline G-A-Y. And so, you know, you can read between the lines or spell it backwards. It doesn't matter. But, praise God. Oh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to sing a song, but the song, it goes, I just want to take a little time to thank the Lord. And it's like, for all he's done for me. It's such a, it's just such a simple song, but it's like when you start like, it's kind of like when you're reading the word, it's like you could just be here and it's like start reading this. And then you start to meditate on when he's forgiven you, when he's healed you. When he's redeemed you, when he's and, and when he's crowned you with mercy, I know there's times in my life where I'm like, Lord, you were merciful on me. Like I know that like I didn't deserve what you gave me, but yet you were merciful on me. And so it's like before that that little I just want to take a little time is like deep. And you're like I just want to take a little time. 
It's like you're like deep in it. I was like, I was laughing because I was just listening. I was going through this album and it was like all it was like, man, it was just so it was almost like I like I felt drunk. Like it was just I and it, this was I was laughing because I told Courtney in the car. I went to go get a sandwich. Right. And I was like, I came back home and I was I was just listening to the song. And so I was eating my sandwich on the table and I just had the music playing on the iPad. And like I, the the music was just going, and it, I felt like mid bite, like I had the sandwich in my hand, like I had a big bite in my mouth. Mid bite, I like felt like the presence of God, like so heavy on my kitchen table. And I'm like, I'm not like the type of person to be like weird. Like I used to know somebody who oozed oil out of their body during work hours, and they smelled like pickles. It was gross. Anyways, but like I'm so serious. Like if Corny would have walked in on me in that moment today. She probably would have ran to me, put her arms around me, and started thinking I was, like, choking on my slice of bread. Because, like, I was, like, trying to hold it together. Like, just because it was just, like, this sweet, like, just thinking, just, like, one moment. It's, like, you think about one moment that God healed you or God redeemed you or God showed you mercy. And then just that, that love that comes over you again. And it's, like, you're, like, already a mess mid sandwich i got like i'm trying not to choke but cry like let go at the same time it's like do i just choke and like like if i go to heaven i died happy or is it like do i like praise like stop myself from praising the lord like lord you understand my dilemma like are you trying to take me like am i supposed to let it go or like what's it but like i was just like and that was just one instance of like what the lord did for me and so you know i was telling courtney i said the you know the Bible describes God as inexhaustible. It's like, there, it, the Bible says, is it Ephesians 5? What is it? Or, or never mind, I'm not going to look it up. But the Bible describes God as inexhaustible. Like, I have friends, and they're all, in there. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, I've had friends. Sorry, I, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I've had friends that, like, I like hanging out with them, but, like, or I liked hanging out with them, but, it was like I would see them like maybe like once a week or once every two weeks. It was like fun for the first three weeks. And then like after that, I was like, dang, I'm tired of you. Like I like you. I enjoy you. I love you. But like I'm tired of talking to you. Like I don't want to talk to you. But it's like God. Uh, sorry, that was like a side. Maybe I'll just take preaching to like vent. Maybe I don't talk enough. I should probably talk to my wife more at home because it's like I'm just venting right now. But uh, anyways. Praise God. Uh, yeah, so where was it going? Um, thank you, thank you. God is inexhaustible. Like, just actually turn off my mic. Okay, God is inexhaustible. inexhaustible. You don't have to have one testimony per year. You don't have to have, like, your big, like, oh, my big testimony. It's like, your big testimony was not even skin, skimming the surface of God. It's like you're big, like God came through for me. Isn't even the smallest amount of what God can do to you. It's like God is, it, it's the same thing with like, well, I wonder where God's going to take me in my life. It's like he's wondering how far you're going to let him take you. It's, it's not, it's like you can go as far in God as you allow him to go. And, and, and you are your only limiter. limiter. If, you, if you, you are the one who's able to stop, or allow the flow of God. So if you're writing, t taking notes, write that down. I'm the only thing 
that can start and stop God's plan in my life. I'm the only thing that can start and stop God's plan in my life. And as you write your notes, I'm going to take a drink. I just want, that's a great song. It's a really good song. <clears throat> you got to look it up. It's called, I Just Want to Think of Andre Crouch. Couch. Crouch? Couch. I think I was listening to him while I was on the couch, so I just started calling the couch. But anyway. All right. Praise God. But God is so awesome. And he loves us. He loves you. And he's not done with you this year. This This November, there's what? Three more days in November or four more. There's like another week of November. He could do a miracle for you by the end of the week. What you're believing for, it's, it, it can happen by the end of this month. Things you're believing for. Some of y'all are believing for Christmas money. Some of y'all are believing. Y'all say, man, I really wish I could bless somebody this Christmas. Well, guess what? You have like three weeks to believe for things. Some of y'all say, well, oh, I want my family to come for our Christmas service. God can bring those people in. It's like there's so much stuff left to do in this month don't, or this end of this year. Don't let this holiday season be a wasted holiday season. There's so much that can happen for you in these two months. God is no respecter of time, and he's no respecter of person. He can do what took you years to do in the natural in these next two months. And, you know, I, I, and I've seen that even in my personal life recently where I, I like, I kind of like side started a business last year and like didn't really put anything into it. And then it was like in the last four months, it's like it was just like back to back to back to back to back. I like almost forgot about the my like actual business that I started because it was just like an acceleration of things. And it was like, it's like, Lord, what, what probably took people like three years to get that amount of jobs took me back to back to back to back. And it was easy. I didn't have to, I didn't have to, suffer for it. I didn't have to miss church for it. I didn't have to stop volunteering and things, but it came easy. It's, it's funny. It's almost like when you take care of the Lord's business, he takes care of yours. It's like, it's like when you make time for God, he'll, he'll make your extra time even more valuable. It's kind of like tithing. It's like you give God the 10 and that 90% stretches way farther than your hundred percent, than what you would have did even with that other 10. It's like, I go back to, <clears throat> you know, I'm turning to my phone. All right, let's go to Malachi 3.6. Who's having a good night tonight? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great night. I know some of y'all are like, hey, this is good. This is like stopping y'all. Y'all been shopping all day on Black Friday. This is like the only three-hour break you have off like Macy's.com. So like, you know, this could be a great thing for you. Saving some money. Uh, Malachi 3.10, it says, for I am the, thank you, for I am the Lord, and I do not, what, change, for I am the Lord, and I do not change, if you're taking notes, write that down, he is the Lord who does not change, he is the Lord who does not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, o, o sons of Jacob. So he says, I am the Lord who does not change. That means he is the same forever. He is the same forever. 
Let's go to Hebrews 13.8. And there it says, he is Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, you know, that's, those, that's one of those scriptures that you could, like, get blind to because you've heard it your whole life. Like, Jesus, the same yesterday and forever. There's, like, songs that are like, Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's like, okay, it's in everything, right? It's very easy to get blind to. But when you start thinking about this, like, like why should I care if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? It's like, why? okay, what's the, what's the point of him being the same today, yesterday, today, and forever? Like, who cares? It's like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you why he should care. So he is forever, if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, that means he's forever forgiving. He's forever the healer. He's forever your redeemer. He's forever the one who crowns you. He's forever the God who has benefits. So write that down if you're taking notes. He is the God who forever has benefits. If it, There's another song. All these songs are just coming to me. man. I'm telling you, I was like gone before the service started, before I got here. I don't know if it's because the pot belly sandwich was just so good. Or like I was like that. I mean, I couldn't tell. It was just so good. It was just really good. But it was like there's another song that says like, he'll do it again. He'll do it again. Because he's inexhaustible. The same, if he's healed you once, he'll do it again. If he's brought you through a financial, financial miracle once, he'll do it again. If he's did a miracle in your body, he'll do it again. If, if you got a miracle in your arm, he's the same God who did the one in the arm, he'll do in the leg. If there's one, in, uh, he's the same God, there's no, I'm, I'm getting off my notes again. He's the God that forever has benefits. Amen. Say that with me. He forever has benefits. If you're taking notes, write this down. There is nothing that can be substituted for the power and benefits given to us through Christ Jesus. There is nothing that can be substituted for the power and the benefits given to us through Christ Jesus. What does that mean? There is nothing that can be substituted for the power that benef and benefits given to us through Christ Jesus. There's nothing that compares to what you receive when you receive Jesus Christ into your heart. Why is it important to receive Jesus into your heart? It's because it's a spiritual, you became born again. And so there, what does that mean? It means your spirit, inner man, your spirit was recreated. And so... It's like you can do all these things in the natural, right? You can, do, you can go work out. You can lose 100 pounds. You can, you can get plastic surgery. You can do all these things. But you can do whatever you want to the outside. It will never affect the inside. So there has to be a spiritual rebirth. And so when you become spiritually rebirthed, <laughs> yeah, spiritually reborn, I was homeschooled, remember? <laughs> you know. His family smokes, speaks like broken English. It's like, <laughs> but uh, when you become spiritually reborn, you're new in Christ. And so now you can receive the benefits that come with that rebirth, right? So 
Again, there is nothing that can be substituted for the power and benefits given to us through Christ Jesus. There is no alcohol. There's no drugs. There's no sex. There's no person. There's no therapy. There's no medication. There's no experience that can do what the power of God can do in your life. I'm going to say that again. There's no alcohol. There's no drug. There's no sex. No person. No therapy. No medication. No experience that can do what the power of God can do. There is nothing that can be substituted for the power and benefits given to us through Jesus Christ. Doctors can treat, but only God can heal. Medication can suppress, but only God removes. And not only does he remove, but he can also prevent. A relationship will blind you of loneliness, but only he is the one that never leaves you nor forsakes you. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 24, but there is one who sticks closer than a brother. That was Proverbs 18, 24. But there is one who sticks closer than a brother. In Deuteronomy 31, 8, it says, and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Whatever you need in life, you can find it in Christ. God loves you. And he says, come to me and drink. Whatever you need in life can be found in the well of God. Whatever you need in life can be found in Christ. And he makes it available to you because he loves you. He created you. We were born for a purpose. Whatever you need in life, you can find in Christ. God loves you. He says, come to me and drink. In John 7, 37 through 38, it says, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He who believes in me, verse 38, as the scripture has said, out of his what? His heart will flow rivers of living water. A life, of, a life with God is not an up and down life. If you're taking notes, write that down. A life with God is not an up and down life. A life with God is not an up and down life. It's not a life of inconsistencies. Say this with me. I don't live inconsistent. I live consistently on an upward trend. God is not a God of up and downs. End. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was funny. 
I should have like like the clap now. Like applause now. <coughs> Who's enjoying this message? This is a good message. This is really good. I like always like end up saying like this is a good message, like of like I'm like full of myself, but I'm like I'm just as surprised as you that this is a good message. Just kidding. Sometimes when I'm like before I start my message, I'm like studying and I'm like, man, this is in the moment it's good. And then like right before I come up, I just like glance at my notes. I'm like, what am I talking about today? It's like <laughs> Who wrote this stuff? It's like, is that even biblical? <laughs> I'll just look through my stuff, I'm like, who? Lord? <laughs> like I told Courtney, I said if you look at my notes, you would think, like, you would be like, what is he preaching on? Like, my notes just sometimes don't make sense. Like, crazy guy. <laughs> so, he says, he who believes in me, as the scripture says, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. A life with God is not an up and down life. It's not a life of loneliness. But he is the God of life and life abundantly. He is the God of life and life abundantly. What a wonderful life it is to live with Jesus. What a friend we have. What a loving father. The Bible says he is, and these are some of the names of God. You can write these down if you're taking notes. It's a, he's called Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. He is the Lord who provides. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. The one who he Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Not the God of enough. But the God who is more than enough. You know, we take on the likeness of Christ when we become born again. Which means our mindset has to change of, I need this to have enough. Or like, I need this much to have enough. But we're actually to start thinking, what do I need to have more than enough? How can I be a blessing to others? The Bible says it's better to give than it is to receive. That doesn't mean it expects you to give everything to you just like have like nothing and you're just like sitting in a box like poor me. Look, I gave everything. Look how humble I am. It's kind of like when, never mind, never mind, never mind. But it's not talking about like, oh, just give everything until like you're left with like one really long blue jean skirt and like you can't shampoo your hair. Uh, if you're reading between the lines, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry. Lord, I thank you that this isn't my venting time. We're just talking, you know me. You know my heart. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> if he expects you to give, that means you have to have more than enough. You can't give if you don't have anything. So he is the El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. And when you become born, born again, you take on the likeness of having more than enough. 
So tonight, I'd even go as far to use this exercise. Lord, like, put God to te the test. If he, if he, we don't, we don't read this. We don't carry around the Bible. We don't study the Bible. We don't seek and have a relationship with the Lord for nothing. We don't do this just to waste time because we're people who have, like, free time to do anything we want. We don't do it because, oh, these are just motivational principles, and if we live by them, we'll have a good life. No, this is the real breathing word of God. And if he says he's the El Shaddai, uh, the God of more than enough, then put him to the test. What a better, when would it be a better time to put him to the test? To when you have the best opportunity to bless people. And so I'd even go home tonight and write down, Lord, I want to be a blessing in December. And write down who you want to bless. Write down even an amount like, Lord, I want to give if you put an extra $1,000 in my hand, Lord, I'd give it away. Or take that time. I've done that in my life. I've made pledges in the church where I said, Lord, if you gave me X amount of money on top, not like, oh, Lord, it, like when I get paid my, my check this week, like if it hits $1,000, like I'll like give it to you. No, but like outside of your income, make room for the Lord to do the supernatural in your life and say, Lord, if you supernaturally provide X. Outside of my normal income, it's yours. You can have it. I just want you to funnel for you. You are safe with putting things through my hands. I am a blesser of people, and I'll prove it to you. Do this, and I'll do it for you. And you'll notice that when you become trustworthy and you show yourself approved with being a facilitator of the blessings of God, then you'll realize He'll, God realizes, I can do things in this person. And then he becomes a God of more than enough. Not just what you need, but what others need, and more left over for you. He's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. So if you're taking notes, he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. And Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. And if you never had, have had an encounter with him or you've never received him to, have received him today, then you'll have a chance to do so today. So if the worship team could come up as we been, begin to close. Who's had a great night tonight? This has been a great Friday. I'm going to go back and listen to this message. Despite my voice, for some reason it sounds like, like, have you, like those old cartoons when, like, they'd hear the phone call and it'd be like, <laughs> that's what I hear my voice as. <clears throat> so, Lord, if you could do something about that. If not, I'm content. I'm happy. I'm not insecure. Just put myself to sleep every night. Just kidding. All right. In a world of darkness... You can live a life of light. Say that with me. In a world of darkness, I can live a life of light. In a world of darkness, you can live a light of light. And guess what? It's a side effect of you living a life of light. You shine in darkness. People begin to look at you. You don't, It's funny because you don't even have to tell them, like, I'm a Christian Bow to me. It's like, you know, you don't even have to do that crap. You just, uh, you think crap's a crest word. I'm sorry. 
probably shouldn't have said crap. Anyways, crap. Uh, in a world of darkness, you can live a life of light. And you can shine for the gospel. You can live as a beacon of light. The Bible says as a banner of Christ. Wherever where you go, you shine in the dark world. When all is failing, I tell you that Jesus will never fail you. When everything else is failing, when the economy is failing, if you say like, oh, I'm looking for a house in this house market, but like, man, the interest rates are so, uh, guess what? It doesn't matter. When the interest rates are high, God never fails. It doesn't, he can make a way for you inside of interest rates, outside of interest rates. He can do whatever you allow him to do. You believe him for. When someone comes to you with a wicked report, he says, go and take the land that I, has, that I have given to you. When people bring you wicked reports, he tells you, go and take the land that I have given to you. Hallelujah. He is the God who is worthy of all our thanksgiving. I had to throw that word in there at some point. So, as you all stand, and as we begin to close, I, I just want to read off, list, lift, lift, list, man, whoa. List off the 30 benefits of God. And this is kind of going to be a mouthful, so I'm going to take this water. I just want to take a little time to drink this water. If y'all could all look away while I do this, it'd be, it'd be very appreciative. It's not that cute. The only person laughing is my wife for a reason. So. All right. Praise God. Come for the words, stay for the comedy. Even I make myself laugh sometimes. All right. So I'm going to read you these 30 benefits of God. And it's, it's going to be a mouthful, but just stick with me, all right? Number one, he is a the first benefit of God is forgiveness of all sins. Number two, healing of all diseases. Number three, redemption of from all destruction. Number four, crowning with love of loving kindness. And five is crowning with tender mercies. Six is satisfaction with good things. He satisfies you with good things. He doesn't say, here's an okay thing, like be satisfied with what I gave you. He's not that, he says he's a loving father. He says, I satisfy you with good things. He renews your youth like eagles. Justice for all oppression. He gives you knowledge of God's ways. He gives you knowledge of God's acts. He gives you mercy and grace. I don't know how to do this. Well, guess what? He'll give you the grace to do it. I don't know how to buy a house. Nobody in my family has ever owned a house. He'll give you the grace to do it. I don't know how to make a six-figure income. I don't know how to make a seven-figure income. He'll give you the grace to do it. He gives you the number 12, the patience of God, who is slow to anger. Number 13, plenty of mercy. He gives you plenty of mercy. 14, temporary reproof, not continual. Passing of God's anger. 16, 
merciful dealings with our sins. Patient tolerance of our sins. He's merciful. He's a merciful God. He loves you. Infinite mercy to fearful ones. It doesn't say infinite infinite mercy to abusers of grace. He says infinite mercies to fearful ones. Removal of sins far away. Fatherly pity to his children. God's knowledge of our frame and his love regardless of this. God's memory of our frailty. Man's brevity of life that he may not live long under the curse. He gives us eternal mercy. 25, mercy especially to those who fear God. He's eternal righteous. He's, he gives you eternal righteousness. Righteousness to his covenant keepers. Who in here is a covenant keeper of God? He gives you eternal righteousness. Righteousness to the obedient. He gives you a dependable throne of grace. And number 30 is a membership in God's kingdom. He gives you a membership in God's kingdom. When you go get a membership at a gym or like a fitness club or something, it comes with benefits. And as soon as you pay their fee, you get all the benefits of that club. And you get a membership of God's kingdom, which means you get all the benefits from the God of benefits. Amen. So we give thanks to God, not because we're obligated to, the Bible says to give him thanks, but he gives you a reason to be thankful for him. He gives you a reason because he saved you, because he's loved you, because he's chosen you. It's not a coincidence that you're here tonight because he's called you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. You're not somebody who's had a... Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the Houston Young Adults Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Houston Young Adults. Thanks for tuning in.